Yes, I know what you think of me. You never shut up. Never shut up. Never shut up. Never shut up. Good morning, everybody. Today is Friday, August 18th, 2023. I'm your host, Ephraim Jr., and today we pulled Invisible Boy. Hello, everybody. Happy Friday, Invisible Boy Day. I'm here this morning to unpack something not so positive, so trigger warning. TW, when I was a kid, I don't have the book anymore. I just realized because I put, I recently had a book project where I like logged every single book that I have. And it's now occurring to me that I don't have this book anymore, but it was the Chinese Astrology Guide to Relationships. And I hooked up with this guy when I was probably 17, 18, somewhere in there. And he was so cute. And he had this book and he left it at my house. And I read it like I voraciously read it. I was like, I've got to absorb this man. And I read this book and I absorbed this philosophy that there are seven major relationships, friends, lovers, spouses, uh, family relationships, if I recall correctly, um, business associates, oh my God, teachers and uh, service relationships. And I always go back to that. I read it so young and I absorbed it so eagerly so young that I always compartmentalize people into those places. And what I always think about is the service relationship is that there's, I read the book when I was really young and so I should reread it. But if I recall correctly, the book is meant to help you understand like the astrological signs in the context of that relationship, not just with a spouse, but in particular, what was meaningful to me that I've carried is the service relationship idea and how a lot of times there are people in your life who are there just to perform a service and you're there to perform a service for other people in your life. And if you understand that, then it helps you to kind of accept that relationship or like that that is the relationship you're in with this specific person. And so it had an influence on me to make me want to be of service in that relationship a little bit more. I always think like, oh, I'm in a service relationship. Like if I'm going to the grocery store, if I go to the little market in the corner and there's a long line and the person is taking a minute, I always think about it being a service relationship. I don't know. It just helps me. It helps me. It helps me. (laughs) I don't know why it helps me, but it helps me. But I'm in a service relationship with hundreds of people. You know, everyone is. We're in service relationships with hundreds of people. And sometimes those relationships can blur. The lines can blur. And in the particular instance that I'm going to talk about today with Invisible Boy, they're a little blurry. There's this man named Clint who is a bartender at The Eagle. And he's young-ish. He's in his late 30s, early 40s. And he passed away very unexpectedly. This week, he had a lung infection. And so he went and had surgery. And he was recovering from surgery to the point where he would posted a picture on Instagram. And everybody was like, you know, happy recovery. Get better soon. He's like, thanks. It's going well. And then suddenly went into the hospital with pneumonia and was gone very, very quickly. I think it rocked the gay bar LA community. I follow, of course, I follow the Eagle on Instagram. I followed Clint on Instagram because he was such a nice guy. He was a really nice guy and he always made me feel seen, you know? It's hard to feel seen at a bar when you are short and you're not easily categorizable into the twink bear 
paradigm. You're neither a twink, nor a bear, nor a cub, nor an otter, nor a pup, nor a seal, nor a kitty cat, nor a parakeet. You're not even a chicken. So it's really a lot of times, this is why I get frustrated when I'm standing at a bar. A lot of times it's hard to get seen. It's hard to uh, catch attention in a gay bar for me. But Clint was never like that. Clint always saw me. He was always really nice to me. He always wore these little jeans that went down really, really low. So you could see not only the top of his ass crack, but you could see the middle and a little bit of the bottom. But he had the body for it, you know, obviously. That's what you do. You're trying to make some money here at the Eagle. I get it. You're such a nice guy. So when I'm listening to Invisible Boy, trying to figure out like what the song is about, and then I go to the quotes that are listed for the song on Yes Said. This is what she had to say about it. And this is the song that ends... The album, by the way, Unrepentant Geraldine. So this is kind of what we're left with. And she says, Structure began to reveal itself because it didn't all happen at once. I had to understand things about it at different times and that it really wanted to be an ode, a song to a sense of wonderment for men, whatever Invisible Boy means to the listener. Some people think it's about someone who's lost their father or they're not accepted for what they do. So they're a loner, they're on the outside. And they're not being accepted for who they are or who they want to be. And once I understood that Invisible Boy is a sensitive person that isn't always able to show himself because his mates might think he's not tough enough or masculine enough. So the fact that he's a romantic, whatever his sexuality is, the fact that he really has good friends and women and cares about them, the fact that he does have these strong emotions but can't necessarily express them and is afraid that if he does, he could be bullied or ridiculed so he just doesn't share them and i wanted the song to be for all those people that exist more than i think we realize they do the people who operate in the shadows perhaps the people who we are in service relationships with who maybe fit into a spot in our lives where we don't carry thoughts about them throughout the day we don't think about how they're doing you know we really don't consider them fully realized humans you know and i think early i always you know i think we categorize people into that area a lot and the negative part about it is it it kind of makes them a little invisible and she says you are not you are not just an invisible boy you're not just this service relationship and you're not just the one relationship that i have with you and what's I've talked about this before, but when my friend Natalie died in 2017, this is the first time I had the misfortune of attending a funeral for someone my own age who I had grown up with. And I thought, and please, like, I'm putting, this is my living will. I thought this was going to be a place where we could share stories about Natalie and everybody could talk about how they saw her, you know? Like, I have a piece of her here in my heart. Someone else has a piece of her that maybe nobody else knows and that this was a communion of that where we could build you know like color in the whole person I thought that that's what that was going to be and I went to New Mexico to that funeral thinking that that's what a funeral was and it wasn't like that at all and I didn't get to share my stories and I didn't get to hear other people's stories and I and I feel like what a what a missed opportunity we're all here celebrating Natalie's life and it would have been great to really open up the floor and that's what i want in the unfortunate event that i one day expire i hope people gather and color in my whole person because i don't even think i understand my whole person and you have a little piece of you that lives inside of everybody you're different to everyone you don't own 
your image, you don't own your perception, and everybody perceives you differently. So therefore, there's a little different version of you in everyone's mind. And that is you, unfortunately or fortunately. You can craft an image, you can work really hard, you can, and in the case with Clint, have a really fucking rockin' bod, live a clean, vegan lifestyle, really work out, be beautiful, be nice, be really magnetic, really charming, and it can all disappear in an instant. And so I think that's important to remember to humanize people. I think that that my mistake was reading that book early and categorizing people into my service relationship role and to a point where it prevents me sometimes. It helps me a lot to humanize them in that role so that I'm not like, what I was trying to say is standing in line at a grocery store really upset that the line is taking long. You know, I, it helps me to humanize them in that role. But what it doesn't help me to do is humanize them in my life, humanize people in my life. And I can do better with that. And remembering that people are fully realized humans. Everybody has a thousand different versions of themselves out there. And all together, those versions make up the person, the full person. So in honor of Clint, I will move that forward. Legendary human musician, bartender, performer, artist, friend, cat dad, bandmate, son, brother, unicorn, ally, joy seeker, survivor, thriver, goofball. You can find him at Sour Clint on Instagram if you want to check him out. What a good dude. He was always so nice. He was always so fun. And the world is a little bit more dim for loss of him, man. God damn. Everything can change so quickly. So squeeze the people you love, love the people you like, and like the people you hate. That's my advice.
Never Shut Up is a production of the Sideways Society. For more information and links to things mentioned on the show, please visit us online at songsoftoriamis.com. Yes, I know what you think of me. You never shut up.